Hello and welcome to the Newsmax Daily for President's Day, Monday, February the 19th, 2024. The combined observations of President George Washington and President Lincoln's birthdays, which are the 22nd and the 12th of this month, respectively. We talked about President Lincoln's birthday last week. It's a three-day weekend for many Americans, as today is a federal holiday, meaning federal offices, including the Postal Service, are closed. The stock markets are also closed for observance of the holiday. Banks and many other services closed today. But traditionally, traditionally, President's Day is a good day to buy furniture or a mattress, right? And if you're doing that, be careful of some of the fake sales and inflated prices out there. Selling furniture is one of the many jobs I've had over the years to supplement my radio career, so I know a little bit about how that business works. In fact, the furniture sales job is the only job that I've ever been fired from in my life. My brother-in-law, who listens to the podcast pretty regularly... He also got fired from the same place. Oh, man. Sometimes you just think of stuff, you know? And as I indicated back on Friday, where the impending weather, the 66th running of the great American race, the Daytona 500 was postponed yesterday. It's happening today at Daytona International Speedway. Full disclosure, as soon as I'm done with today's podcast, I will be headed that way myself. There was a big UFC event over the weekend, too. A lot of people watched that. Donald Trump did not make a surprise appearance, as he often does at UFC events, at least partially due to him being in Philadelphia, where he launched the new Trump sneaker line, including a golden high-top sneaker with an American flag and a big T on the side, you know, like where the swoosh or Under Armour Nike logo would be is a big T. You can see it on my X account at Radio underscore Marino if you're not already following me. Trump told SneakerCon in Philly that he had been working on this for about 12 or 13 years. Critics, of course, are blasting him, number one, just simply for releasing a sneaker. And that makes me think whatever happened to the Trump trading cards. Number two, doing it the day after the huge judgment was announced against him in that New York civil case, which happened a couple of hours after recording Friday's Newsmax Daily. Trump and the Trump Organization, as you likely know by now, ordered to pay $355 million for overvaluing the values of some real estate holdings. And without missing a beat, as only Donald Trump can do, between the announcement of the judgment going to sneaker con, the president was also back out on the campaign trail Saturday. The decision yesterday in New York, you may have read about it. Crooked judge, crooked judge. He's a crooked judge. By a radical left-wing judge was a lawless and unconstitutional atrocity that sets fire to our laws like no one has ever seen in this country before. That happens in banana republics. It doesn't happen in this country. The case is a complete and total sham. It's a sham case. There were no victims, no defaults, no damages, no complaints, no nothing. There was nothing. The actual bankers who were involved in the loan transactions that were talked about testified at the trial. They said the, that Donald Trump was a highly sought after whale. They called me a whale. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if they meant a whale from the standpoint of being a little heavy or a whale because I got a lot of money. But I think they meant the second. 
But he's a whale of a client. We love him. He's a whale of a client, one of the strongest personal balance sheets that they've ever seen. And he was actually very overqualified for the loan. I didn't even need this loan. Those banks earned more than $100 million in profits doing business with me and my companies. They were very happy, and they testified that way. The expert witness, one of the most respected anywhere in the country, anywhere in the United States, said that my financial statements were the best that he's ever seen. That's not bad. The best that he's ever seen. This was a case of satisfied banks and insurance companies, which made a lot of money dealing with me and a lot of very happy money and good money. Great financial statements, the best, really great financial statements that didn't even include the most valuable asset, the Trump brand. Ironclad disclaimer. Do you know what a disclaimer is? We have an ironclad disclaimer that's like buyer beware. It means do your own due diligence. Don't believe what you're reading. It's all good, but don't even believe it. Go out and do your own due diligence. You have to go. You have to do that. We had an unbelievable disclaimer and the amazing properties, some of the best all over the world and highly under leveraged. We're very under leveraged as a company. I had very little debt, a lot of cash because we built a great company. And, you know, unlike these other politicians, I knew it would happen. I didn't think it would be this much, but I knew I would lose a billion or two billion dollars if I was honest running for president and being president. And that's what I lost, maybe a couple of billion dollars. And it was the best, it was the best thing I ever, because we've made our country, we made it great. They've blown it, but we're gonna make it greater than ever before. We're gonna make it greater than ever before. But these other guys, they go in, they have no money. All of a sudden, they're rich. Look at Nancy Pelosi. She's worth like $150 million. The judge of the least respected in New York State said that Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, now you don't really know too much about it, but it's very valuable real estate, let me put it that way, was worth $18 million in order to try to make his case. By doing that, he put the values way down. He tried to make his case when in actuality it's worth anywhere from 50 to 100 times that amount. And the appraisers say that. That's not me saying it. The biggest broker in Florida said it. Wait till you hear about the unconstitutional gag order. That's going to be great. The uh, justice, this justice, this judge, he gagged. He doesn't want me to talk. You're not allowed to talk. Because when you hear me talk, you'll say, oh, wow, this is a corrupt system. The case was brought under a consumer fraud statute that has never, ever been used before for this purpose. In fact, a very unfriendly media company, they hate me, said that they studied litigation going back many, many years. And no case, they had, not one case was ever brought like this. In the history of New York State, this is the only one. I wonder if they were doing that for political purposes or for election interference. This is merely an election interference ploy by a crazed lunatic attorney general. Did you ever see this attorney general? She's a lunatic. Donald Trump speaking at a get out the vote rally in Michigan on Saturday. Letitia James is, of course, the attorney general of New York. You have heard about her and this case for some time now, right? But just in case you haven't really been paying attention, here's Greg Kelly. This is the government going into places that it should not be going. And we're be- we've been seeing a lot of that, right? Here is Letitia James, the attorney general. It was her assignment to get this case going here in New York. 
Um, before we see what kind of person she is, well, let's see what kind of person she is. This is what she does on her weekends. Hang around with uh, drag queens telling stories to children. Yeah, she's a big proponent of that. Uh, tells you where she's coming from. All right, she's pretty thrilled with today's result. Everyday Americans cannot lie to a bank about how much money they have in order to get a mortgage to buy a home or a loan to keep their business afloat or to send their child to college. And if they did, our government would throw the book at them. Yikes. You know, that's what they're thinking about, right? The government wants to be involved in transactions all the way down to $500. Everybody puts their best foot forward on a loan application. Regular people buying a house and even billionaires. Next. This decision is a massive victory for every American who believes in that simple but fundamental pillar of our democracy. That the rule of law applies to all of us. Equally. Fairly. And justly. Thank you. Thank you. I do want to believe that, but they are demonstrating how it is not being applied fairly. No one believes that Donald Trump would be going through this if he wasn't running for president and if he wasn't Donald Trump. This character also, I don't think she applies the rule of law fairly uh, based on race. She seems to have a problem with white men. Stand up to an, an administration which is too male, too pale, and too stale. Too male, too pale, and too stale. Too male, too pale, and too stale. And we will not go away silently. That was Letitia James at a campaign event a couple of years ago. More from Donald Trump Jr., the executive vice president of the Trump Organization, with Eric Bowling. Don, first reaction, thank you for joining us. Give us a, When you saw that number, what were you thinking? It's just insane. I mean, it's, it's literally, I mean, there are Democrat lawyers in New York that are calling and saying, this is crazy, this is so much worse, this is five times worse than we thought it would be. Uh, you know, everyone's screaming about Russia, Russia, Russia. But the reality is what we complain about in Russia is happening right here in the United States of America. The facts of the law don't matter. Your party affiliation and where you live is going to be the determining factor from now on in, in our courts of law. They've they've shown that now time and time again. And it's absolutely disgusting. You know, I, I saw the number 354 million, I think, uh, for DJT. And then you and Eric and, and, and I think one of the others got not, you know, four or five million each and some insane number. I, I just, you know, and Goran has shown throughout that he's got it out for you guys. I mean, this, this is clearly going to appeal. We have Alina Habit coming on in the next block, but it, it, it's going to go to appeal. But what are you thinking with the appeal? Well, listen, the, the reality is it's still New York, right? So you never know. I mean, you got to remember that half of the judgment that you're talking about in the 364, half of that was already ruled inadmissible because of stature of limitations in the Court of Appeals. The Court of Appeals has already ruled that. And this judge simply decided to ignore that because, again, it's not about the law. It's not about the facts. Uh, it's about penalizing Trump, trying to hurt Joe Biden's number one political rival. That couldn't be more clear. Imagine just ignoring the appellate division that's already ruled on these things. They're just saying, you know what, I'm going to pretend like they don't matter. The next natural court uh, in the land in New York State just totally ignored. It's just absolute insanity. Don, the, uh, 
the judge in Gorin had about a 70 or 80 page uh, ruling. And in it, he said Trump showed no remorse. And, and I'm thinking no remorse because no one was injured. This is a victimless crime. But somehow he's attaching his massive judgment to Trump not showing remorse. Yeah, I mean, it's not about remorse. There's no victim you know, in this thing. The, the alleged victim, Deutsche Bank, a huge, probably close to a trillion dollar institution, got on the stand, said they were paid back in full, said that we never missed a payment. They made hundreds of millions of dollars in interest on this, and they wanted to do more business with Trump, not less. Doing business with the Trump organization was a feather in their cap, not a liability. But again, that didn't matter. Uh, as it related to Eric and I, every single witness said we had nothing to do with the things in question. Didn't matter. Uh, again, as I said, even liberals were like, ah, they're going to rela- release those guys because they had nothing to do with That's pretty clear. The judge found that Michael Cohen, someone who's perjured himself so many times at, at this point, on the stand, that was a credible witness. But went to jail. He perjured himself on went the stand to jail. this one. He went to jail for that. Well, he went to jail for it, but then did it again in this very case. He perjured himself in front of this very judge, and that doesn't matter. He's the one that's credible, not us. With Again, witnesses, their star witnesses saying that we were, in fact, in the right and we were fine. It's, so, it's absolutely mind-blowing, Eric. Don Jr. on Newsmax with Eric Bowling. I'm sure you didn't see this because I'm sure you don't watch MSNBC. But former Trump attorney, the convicted felon, Michael Cohen, who I spoke about on Friday, was on MSNBS throughout the weekend. Remember when he first came to light a few years back as Donald Trump's fixer? He was scum. He was a sleazy lawyer who was kissing Trump's you-know-what. Then he went to jail. Now they prop him up like a respectable, super reliable witness, salivating at every negative word about Trump. Our Tom Basile, host of America Right Now, is also an attorney in New York. Here's what he had to say. I think it's really important for us to realize that we're witnessing something that has never Mm -hmm. happened before. And it's not just that he's a former president. This Mm -hmm. type of ruling... Uh, This type of penalty for what he was accused of doing has we've never seen this before. And then you add to it the fact that in the last, let's say, year, the former president has now been has now is now facing four hundred and fifty two million dollars in various judgments against him. And you, you, you do you do say to yourself what the heck is going Expand on? Expand on that. I Tom, I'm interested to actually hear your opinion on this and what I was we are witnessing history the prosecution of the former president who's currently the front runner for the GOP nomination again. And and every single time it goes before a jury, it seems that the the amount is so punitive because they're out they are literally out to get him. Um, and, him. you know, it really is uh, it really is extraordinary that we're witnessing this. Remember, you know, the the banks didn't lose any money. They made money mm-hmm. on these purchases. They did their own investigation. So there was no victim here. Everybody made money. Nobody complained. We had a we have a pol- a, a, a hyper politicized attorney general's office that wanted to steamroll over Donald Trump. And that is exactly what they have done. And you have a Democrat judge who had no competition, uh, who has a 10-year, uh, who has a 10-year term, 
who is now wanted to be a hero to the people in the Democratic Party in, in Manhattan where he's where he's elected. And this ruling is already having an effect on New York because over the weekend, truckers for Trump, which they say isn't just a slogan, but a real thing, have said they will not haul stuff to New York now in support of Donald Trump. And happening at the same time on Friday, which you probably didn't hear about, was the approval of a massive Trump business deal. And this has nothing to do with the sneakers. On Friday, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission allowed Trump's media and technology company to merge with Digital World Acquisition Corporation. The deal would value the parent company of his Truth Social at about $10 billion. Trump will own between 58 and 69% of the combined company, depending on the extent to which investors back the deal. Digital World Acquisition is a public company. I'll try and remind myself and you about that tomorrow when the stock market reopens. Trump also may divest his stake in Truth Social and cease any involvement in the company based on his bid, obviously, for president, that according to the filing by Digital World. And that was the good news that Donald Trump and the Trump family received back on Friday. And how about President Biden finally making his way to the red state of Ohio to visit the site and visit with some families of East Palestine still trying Trying to recover from that massive toxic train derailment more than a year ago. Some residents spoke about it with Newsmax. What do you make? You finally got the president of the United States visiting East Palestine. How do you feel about it? Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And, you know, how do I feel? Is this going to matter? Is it going to make a difference? I'd like to hope so, but I'm not confident in that. Um, you know, we've been we've been waiting. It's been a year. And at this point, I think that's been plenty of time for folks to assess the situation. Now it's time for somebody to take some action, action that I feel should have been taken quite a, quite a while ago, a year ago. Yeah. And just staying with Linda, what would you like to see? What is that action? I think that we need a lifetime of health care and then we need long term health monitoring. Uh, we need to be able to be given an opportunity, a way, an option to get out of our homes, uh, to avoid the long-term effects that we just we just don't know. Uh, the, these scenes have played out in other communities in 20 and 30 years down the road. There have been life-altering illnesses and diseases and also life-ending illnesses from these types of chemicals. This is one of the worst incidents in the United States. And, you know, not only do we have the spill, but we've got the fire and what that produced that we have to deal with. And this is a long-term game and we don't know what those results are going to be. Um, and I think that that needs to be given some serious, serious attention. And we that healthcare is just so, so important so important. Yeah, excellent point. Again, you're asking for health care. Um, the state representative asked for water quality testing a day on the daily. East Palestine, Ohio resident Linda Murphy on National Report with Sean Kreisman. So obviously there's still 
great health and environmental concerns there. Again, this happened a year and two weeks ago. After visiting on Friday, the Bidens went to their Delaware mansion for the weekend and then returned to the White House this morning. But the White House calendar shows no scheduled events for the president today. I'm sure, like last week, he will be making comments at some point during the day, if not more than once. In the state of Virginia, meanwhile, and unless you live there, You may not have seen this, or even if you do live there, you may not know about this, but you need to know about this. Virginia Democrats advanced a bill called the Cover All Kids Act. It aims to provide taxpayer-funded comprehensive health care to about 87,000 children. They have similar bills, similar acts, similar things in a lot of different states, but this one will also provide comprehensive health care to the uninsured, including those children who are undocumented, meaning children of illegal immigrants under 19 years old. The legislation passed in the state Senate on a party-line vote, and critics say, obviously, it incentivizes illegal immigration and diverts resources away from legal Virginia residents. If approved by the House of Delegates, the bill would then go to the desk of Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin for his final approval. State Senator Glenn Studervant said because of President Biden's open border policy, every state is now a border state, including Virginia. I should say State Senator Glenn Studervant said exactly what I've been saying for over a year, uh, that every state is a border state now. And now they're working to divert limited resources from low-income Virginians to pay for health care of illegal immigrants. That will cost taxpayers more than $100 million just this decade alone. Again, that's from the state senator, not for me. He also said Democrats in Virginia want to grant illegal immigrants driver's licenses that would be valid for up to eight years. You can keep up with all the news all day on Newsmax, even on President's Day. Newsmax is available on most major cable systems, and make sure you're getting Newsmax Plus. Simply go to NewsmaxPlus.com, and you can try it out for free. It includes all of your favorite shows and hosts and a whole lot more. NewsmaxPlus.com. Thank you for listening to the Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, President's Day, and keep on! Fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.